Welcome to Glowing Green Beauty Podcast, your go-to podcast hosted by myself, Ruchita Acharya. I'm here to talk openly and honestly all things beauty in terms of sustainability, green and clean beauty. So let's decode the beauty together. Hi guys, welcome to Glowing Green Beauty Podcast. I'm here again with another episode and today we have a special guest. Her name is Julie Barmier. And she helps women to bring their bodies back into the balance, whether they are struggling with hormonal imbalance, period problems, digestion problems, skin conditions, anxiety, depression, preparing for or recovering from the giving birth or any disease. Her holistic approach to individualized wellness is rooted in Ayurveda, a holistic system of healing from ancient India. Julie Bernier is a registered Ayurvedic practitioner an Ayurveda yoga therapist with National Ayurvedic Medical Association, which is called NAMA, as well as she's a certified massage therapist. She studied Ayurveda in US from direct source of India. So I would like to welcome her and let's start this episode with amazing personality. Hi, Julie. Hi, Ruchita. Thanks so much for having me. Hi. So today... I would like to talk about first, let's just start with the introductory question and then we can right jump into our top five wellness tips for Ayurveda. So first of all, what is true Ayurveda is and what do you do? And then we can jump right into the action items. Sure. So I am an Ayurvedic practitioner helping women with all those things that you mentioned And my company, True Ayurveda, is based in Malibu, Los Angeles, California. And, you know, I work predominantly with women and essentially I'm helping them find health in their lives. And that's health of body, health of mind and health of spirit. And using this beautiful ancient science of Ayurveda, which is so helpful right now in modern life where we're so disconnected from nature. Ayurveda gives us a lot of really solid, grounded, sweet, doable guidelines for how to create that health and well-being in our lives. Nice. So since we all are recovering from, I should not say recovering, we are still in pandemic and we all learn during this time that we need to be very sustainable. We need to be true to our basics and base. And uh, we need to be very resilient with our personal care and wellness. So if person like me who would like to introduce Ayurveda in my life, what are the top five things you would consider and how that person can incorporate into the lifestyle. Yeah. So I made a little list. Honestly, it was kind of hard because there are so many (laughs) things that are helpful. But if I had to pick top few places to start, first would be aligning ourselves with nature. And that means so many things, but in essence, aligning ourselves with circadian rhythms, which are the cycles of light and dark. So that's the first one. The second one, drinking warm water. Third one, eating warm, cooked, whole foods. Fourth one, eating around the same time every day. And lastly, treating ourselves and others with kindness and really living in harmony. So that's like quick, brief top five. 
let's just start with the first one. So when it comes to the connecting with the nature, what are the activities can be helpful for a person which can connect to the nature without contacting anyone or touching anyone because everybody is like now paranoid that, oh, I don't want to touch. I don't want to go to my esthetician because I, I mean, all this COVID yeah. situation, right? So how people do that? So this most important thing is when we're awake and when we're asleep. We need to be awake during the day at the time when the sun is up and we need to be asleep at night when it's dark. And I know that this sounds super basic and simple, but in modern life and also especially in quarantine, this is what I'm finding with my clients, people are not following this rhythm. So we may be staying awake very late at night and then sleeping in until 10, 11, you know, into the daytime. And our body is actually very much aligned with the cycles of the sun and the moon and the light and the dark. That's how our body has been sort of adapted for thousands of years. And it's proven by modern medicine, but Ayurveda has explained this forever, you know, for thousands of years that this is one of the core foundation, core foundational principles for our health. And It's so simple, but everything ripples out from here. Our hormonal health, our correct appetite, our digestive health, our mental health, they all stem from, in part, getting that restful, nourishing sleep at night. So in Ayurveda, we recommend going to bed by 10 p.m. and waking up by 6. That's our ideal time frame. It is totally doable. Yeah. And there's a lot of resistance for some people in the beginning and then they do it for a few weeks and they feel amazing because this is how our body is, you know, meant to be taken care of and it feels so good. So that's, yeah, that's something that we can all do. It doesn't cost any money and you don't have to visit anybody to do it and it can really change health enormously. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, definitely. I I still, I do not go to bed around 10 sharp, but yes, I will. I think, but yeah, I wake up at six o'clock in the morning. So I think I need to balance that cycle of sleeping and waking up Yeah. to make myself balance. The second thing you just said is drinking more water, right? That was the second point. Yeah. Drinking warm water. So... What more? Like, do we need to drink like lemon water or warm water? How much? So just warm water. And I say warm because a lot of people, especially in the U.S., are drinking cold water, ice water, and ice drinks. And we need our digestion to be strong in order for the health of all of our other body systems to be strong. So right now, especially when we're concerned about keeping our immunity up, we have to pay attention to our digestion. And sipping on warm water is one of the best ways to do that. So when we drink warm water, we're kind of kindling our digestive fire. When we drink cold water or ice water, we're freezing our digestive fire. And if that digestive fire isn't burning brightly like it should, it's not going to properly digest, absorb, and assimilate our food. And what happens is there may be some sluggishness and accumulation in the system, which makes us feel heavy. It makes us feel, you know, maybe bloated, gassy, constipated, sluggish, low energy. So just in drinking warm water, Ayurveda says, there's like a whole section on it in the ancient texts, that is a medicine 
in itself, just warm water. Wow. And how much you asked depends on the person. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's funny you, you say it so because like I said before um, we started recording this podcast, so I'm from India and my family still lives there. And um, we have this WhatsApp chat group. And when this COVID thing happened, I don't think so they know Ayurveda that well, frankly speaking, but they all were telling me to drink warm water. Oh, yes, they know. And I don't, I don't know why they were saying that, but now you are telling me this. It makes sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the general knowledge that was released in India from the Ayurvedic Association called Ayush, they were telling everybody, drink warm water. That's one of the ways to prevent COVID. <laughs> because it's kindling digestive fire and it's you know preventing those toxins and those toxins are what make us susceptible to getting sick right. there are there are our own inner toxins and we prevent them from you know by keeping our digestion strong and i just want to come back to that amount of water something that i see a lot of is people drinking too much water here in the us it's like the more the better for everything. And that rule doesn't apply according to Ayurveda. So when we drink too much water, we can actually douse our digestive fire because we also have to digest that water and we may cause our body sluggishness and heaviness by drinking too much. So we have this amazing mechanism in our body called thirst. And our thirst will tell us, you know, our body will tell us if we need water or not. And it's when we start paying attention to that and listening to it that we know how much we as individuals need to drink because it's different for everybody. Everyone, yeah. Yeah, very individualized. So the third point you mentioned about the warm food. Mm -hmm. So, okay, this is very interesting to me because here in Western world, we all are like so much into like, let's have soup. Sorry, let's have salad, you know? Yeah which is cold in general. Like now people mix it up with warm, like grilled vegetables and raw lettuce or vegetables. But why warm food? So it's the same reason as why we drink warm water. That, that warm food is easier for the body to digest. And we understand this through our human experience. Like You'll hear this from so many people. They have a salad and they feel kind of bloated and gassy and uncomfortable. They have a nice warm soup and they feel like cozy and comforted and everything feels good, right? So cooked food, warm cooked food is easier for us to digest. And cold food is the opposite. It can again cause that sluggishness and stagnation. And this is true kind of all year round. In the summer, we can have a little more of those salads for, for a few different reasons. But most of the time, especially if we have some digestive issues, warm cooked food is going to, it's like the thing that we yeah. must do. And you see this when you go to India, everyone's eating warm cooked food, right? Yeah. They're not eating salad. And also all of Asia, there's so many soups and curries and warm food. Nobody's eating salad. Nobody's drinking cold water either. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I remember I growing up in India, I never, we never had a refrigerator in my home until I was 11 or 12 year old. Since. Wow. Yeah. So, so basically, they, even though they live in like warm 
environment, like there is always like a 90 degree or 100 degree plus, they don't drink cold water. Cold water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that it's beautiful because that knowledge is so ingrained in the, those ancient cultures. Yeah. And what I find so helpful about Ayurveda is that in the West and more specifically in the US, we don't have like an ancient culture. So we need this knowledge to fill in those gaps where we don't know and, and we're doing things which are not supporting our body and causing health issues. Nice. And yeah. the fourth one? So the fourth one was eating around the same time every day. Oh, wow. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's possible now that we're, you know, in quarantine and lockdown, it makes it easier but this comes back to that principle of living in alignment with nature. And if we look at everything in nature, from the sun to the moon to the seasons, all of nature has a rhythmic pattern. Correct. And our body mirrors nature. We are very much connected to nature. We are a microcosm reflecting that macrocosm of nature. And if we look at nature, we see it has a rhythm. And so then we know our body needs a rhythm too. It needs a rhythm in our sleep cycle, and it also needs a rhythm in when we eat. So if we eat around the same time every day, our body learns, oh, lunch is coming at 12. I'm going to get hungry now. And then we digest it better. Correct. And we help to keep all of the body systems happy, and we help to support, again, our digestive system which obviously, you know, I think I've already mentioned it like 20 times. It's so important. No, it is very important because, so I have my mother-in-law and my great mother-in-law, she's alive too. She's, I think, 90 plus. Wow. She is the most healthiest person I have ever seen. She can like, there is a folk dances in in India, like every state has folk dances. She dances, like I when I get like tired if I wow. her. So she is a kind of person that she wakes up like five in the morning, goes to temple, six o'clock, she just needs to have breakfast. Like, you know, her, her schedule is very much fixed. And I can see the kind of health she has at this age. I wish I will be like that at the age of 90. <laughs> like, yeah, you should have her on the podcast. Yeah, I should. I should. <laughs> you should. That'd be great. Yeah. She can share her secrets. But really, those simple things, you know, we, we don't give them much importance, but they are the foundation of, of our health and well-being. And they're, sure. so, they're so simple and subtle, but they have a ripple effect on everything else in our lives. We sure. cannot kind of underestimate them. Underestimate, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What about the last, but not the last one? (laughs) Yeah, the last one, you know, our mind is such an important factor in our health. And treating ourselves and treating others with kindness is a way in which we can promote our own mental health and good mental health for our whole community. So I was thinking about how we create harmony in our kind of inner world, in our mind. Right. One of the things is being really mindful of the mantras that we repeat. So usually when we say mantra, we think of like chanting Om or, you know, repeating a a beautiful phrase. But we also sometimes get these negative mantras of self-criticism 
or dissatisfaction or some sort of craving or some sort of aversion. And it's when we can identify that repetition of some sort of negative mantra, which I always share with my students, when we think something, all of our cells are listening. So we want to remove those negative mantras that may be kind of harming our own cells and really work on creating more peace, more harmony, more love in our mind and radiating that out to the people who are closest to us, the people in our community. And that, you know, that phrase, treat others with kindness is a perfect way to sum it up, I think, in, you know, in just a few words to be very mindful of the way in which we interact. Nice. For the good of ourselves and for the good of all. And that's also coming up so much right now in our current events, you know. Yes, I mean, in everything, right? Like whether we talk about whatever is happening in this world right now, pandemic, mental health is one of the biggest worry I have for this country because we all had this rough pitch one way or other. Like every single person is affected one way or other. Yeah. Some community is affected more. Yeah. But yeah, but like just adopting this five simple principles of Ayurveda, we can be more in balance, more in harmony in our life. And it's so amazing for me that none of these five tips, none of it requires money. None of it requires like a, any right. crazy products or anything like that. That's like a simple living. Yeah, it's a mantra of simple living. Yeah, and it's more potent than anything that you can buy or pay for. Correct, correct. And if, if this isn't there, then, you know, any expensive vitamin C tablet, it has no use. Correct. We don't know yeah. that. Yeah, right. yeah, amazing. So, Julie, if a listener wants to reach out to you, how can they reach out? And do you have any gifts for them which they can just gather this amazing knowledge from you? Yeah, so I have my website, trueayurveda.com, and they'll find all the information about my individual consultations there. And I do work both in LA and also online with clients all over the world. And they can also find me on Instagram at Julie Bernier. And I shared a lot of Ayurvedic knowledge there, as well as on my website. There are a lot of blog posts where they can find more information. And I have a little kitchari recipe that I'm sharing with all of your listeners. So kitchari is kind of Ayurvedic superfood in a way. It's a warm cozy, savory porridge. And it's a very complete meal and it feels good in the body. So that's a nice way to sort of taste Ayurveda, like a first taste of Ayurveda. Yeah, I will, I will put this thing into my show notes so everybody can get it. And I'm making this tonight because, I don't know, I'm just craving for kitchari. <laughs> like I, yes. I love eating that. And somehow you forget about it. You come into the Western world and you started eating salad. You feel the imbalance. And then you realize, go back to the basic. Listen to the yeah. people. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. That knowledge is in you. It's in your body. Your body knows. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for your kind words and wisdom. I'm sure um, my listener is will get the value out of it and make sure everybody gets the kichwi recipe after this rest, after this episode. You guys want this. Yes. Thank you so much, and I will be in touch with you. Yeah. Thank you, Ruchita. So nice to connect with you, and thanks everyone for listening. Yep. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Don't forget to follow us at Glow and Green on social. Till then, see you next time.